Today on the Locked On Blues podcast, the day is here. It is time for game one of the second round of the Stanley Cup playoffs. It's been a while since Blues fans have been able to see uh, round two, a couple years. I'm excited to be back. Should be a huge game tonight. Colorado Avalanche versus St. Louis Blues in Colorado. Going to be a tough test. I'm going to be breaking it down. What it's going to take for the Blues to come away with a victory tonight. My picks for Locked On Player of the Game. All that and more. Make sure you stay tuned. Your Locked On Blues. Your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Locked On Blues Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network and your number one source for daily blues content. I'm your host, Josh Hyman. I'm going to be taking you guys on another solo episode today. Wanted to get this out with plenty of time before the game starts so you guys can digest it, take my thoughts, and the more time for me to be wrong. You know, I'm going to make some predictions, and some of them will be right, some of them will be wrong. Whatever, I'm excited. Uh, I'm amped for round two. I'm amped for a rematch against the Colorado Avalanche. Uh, Need some revenge, for sure. So uh, first segment, I'm going to be talking about overall arching uh, points of the series. You know, what what to expect in game one and what that might mean for the rest of the series. Segment two, I'm going to be talking about the lines that the Blues have released and what I expect from each individual line on some individual players. And then segment three, I'm giving a specific game preview for tonight. I got my pick for Locked On Player of the Game. I texted Tommy. He gave me his pick for Locked On Player of the Game. So lots of stuff to get into on today's episode. Should be fun. Before I get into any of it, though, I wanted to thank everyone out there who makes Locked On Blues your first listen. We are free and available on all podcast platforms. So thanks to anyone who makes us part of your daily routine. Yesterday's YouTube video is up over 500 views, which is like double anything we've ever gotten. Uh, It's extremely encouraging, and I wanted to personally say thank you for every single person that watched that video. Um, It makes it so much more fun to hop on and make these episodes when I know that, you know, they're getting that much love. Um, So yeah, thank you. Seriously, from the bottom of my heart, I woke up this morning, checked the the views, and was blown away. So hopefully this one... Uh, can get similar. If you haven't subscribed to our YouTube yet, make sure you do at Locked On Blues. Leave us a comment. Uh, we like to interact with all the comments and stuff like that. Um, anyways, that being said, game one tonight, 9.30 Eastern, I believe. Uh, I'm going to check that real quick. Um, I hate these late start games, first of all. Yeah, 9.30 Eastern. I'm obviously East Coast, um, so I'm going to be up till what I am watching this game, especially if it's those like late puck drops that they were doing in round one. Uh, when they were saying, oh yeah, 9.30 start time, and the puck wouldn't drop till 9.55, and I was up till 1 in the morning, pacing around my room, watching the Blues. Um, but still, can't complain, because hey, we haven't been able to watch Blues playoff hockey this late in the season since they won the Stanley Cup back in 2019. So, that being said, it's going to be a, a tough test for the St. Louis Blues, taking on the Colorado Avalanche, who I pegged as the best team in the NHL in my yesterday's episode, um, and I... You know, I'm going to stand by that. The Avalanche are absolutely stacked um, up and down the lineup. They're just filled with incredible talent. Um, and they're led by some of the best top-end talent in the NHL in Nathan McKinnon, Miko Rantanen, Kale McCarr, even Darcy Kempers had a spectacular year. The Blues have their work cut out for them. I said this yesterday, and I'm going to say it again. If we see the St. Louis Blues win a Stanley Cup this year, you know, if that's what happens, this series right here, this series starting tonight, will be the hardest opponent that the blues will face obviously there's some really good teams out there tampa is really good florida is really good um etc but i don't know man the colorado avalanche just look absolutely terrifying on paper they did they didn't have 
full health a lot this season. Uh, so I feel like kind of they got a little bit underrated just because they weren't they weren't dominating the league quite as much as Florida. But I mean, they had they ran away with the Central Division. Um, it it it's it's not that close in my opinion. I think Colorado is the closest thing we've got to a super team in the West. Um, pretty pretty similar to what Tampa's got going on over there in the East. They've got a ton of top end talent, but also a ton of scoring depth that's just going to frustrate you and. You know, you, you take a breath because you're done defending the McKinnon line and all of a sudden they got another forward line coming out and, and you know, skating circles around you if you're not ready. So it's going to take everything that the Blues have to um, contend in this series. But I think they're capable of it. You know, I think a lot of people are writing the Blues out. I've, I've seen a lot of, like, abs and five takes. And I, I disagree personally. Um, I mean, to be completely honest, my brain is telling me that the Blues are underdogs in this series and that it is... It is less likely that the Blues win this series and the Avalanche win this series, just objectively. However, my heart is telling me that anything can happen. And, you know, when you put to, when you want to put together a magical cup run or whatever, you're going to have to beat tough teams. And the Blues beat some tough teams in 2019. The Blues went into some series where they were underdogs, where the other team was favored, where, you know, oh, I don't remember, Sharks in five, Stars in six, whatever. And the Blues came away and won those series. So if you're going to be a successful team in the playoffs. You need to beat teams that are better than you on paper. Um, and tonight is a perfect opportunity to get started because I think if the Blues can somehow manage to pull off a win in game one, then the narrative will be flipped on its head and everyone will be talking about how the Blues probably have a better chance in this series than a lot of people gave them credit for. And I mean, obviously game one in Colorado is going to be tough. Um, Bruby mentioned how they're going to have to treat the forward lines a little bit differently because of the altitude, which I think is a whole different storyline that I haven't even gotten into yet, that these players are going to be running out of breath a little bit sooner um, because, again, just higher up, less oxygen, whatever, what have you. Um, it's going to be tough. And that being said, though, I mean, anyone can win an individual hockey game. And if the Blues come out and win game one, then this series has a completely different outlook than what people were predicting. You know, they say a series doesn't start till you win a game on the road. Um, if I'm sitting down here in a week or so, few days, and the Blues are down 2-0 after their first two games in Colorado, I'm not going to be that nervous. You know, it's it's a tough place to play. Anytime on the road, you know, you're you're expecting to just hopefully split the games. Um, so game one is huge in that sense. Colorado can win game one, and that's sort of expected. You know, we, we wouldn't really be surprised. We'd say, oh yeah, you know, at home in Colorado, they're a wagon. They took game one. That's all right. Regroup for game two. The Blues win, though. Holy crap, is it going to be a completely different story? Um, and I really think that they're capable of, of shocking the world and coming away with a win tonight. In the second segment, I'm going to be going into some of the lines that the Blues have. Um, <coughs> excuse me, some of the individual matchups that I think are going to play a role and what it might take for the Blues to come away with a victory tonight. But before I get into any of that, I want to tell you guys about one of our long-time OG sponsors, and that is Built Bar. Now, I talked about this a little bit yesterday, but I'm going to say it again. I love birthday cake, and I love I love the frosting of birthday cake, and there's been times when I found myself just sitting on the couch with a jar of frosting, not even involving the cake, and you know, I eat some frosting, and I feel like absolute crap afterwards. You can get that same feeling, and then realizing you're only eating 150 calories and 16 grams of protein. Well, not the same feeling of feeling like crap, but the same feeling of eating delicious birthday cake, and that's because... Built Bar has this brand new product called a birthday cake puff. Now, if you don't know what a Built Puff is, it's a protein-infused marshmallow. So it's a marshmallow 
that tastes like birthday cake. It is absolutely phenomenal. Uh, they're made with 100% real chocolate, uh, marshmallow, like I said. You can make it every day your birthday with Bill's Birthday Cake Puffs. They have taken the delicious experience of biting into a fresh slice of birthday cake and robed it in 100% white chocolate, which white chocolate is like my favorite thing on this planet. I love white chocolate, and Built Bar got it right with their birthday cake puffs. So go to Built.com, use that promo code LOCKED15, get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com, and I'll be right back with the second half of today's episode. All right, so a few hours ago, kind of, sort of, the St. Louis Blues uh, released their lines. Um, I'm pretty sure they're going with 11 forwards and 7 defensemen, uh, so I will read the lines here. Jordan Minnington is getting the start. So first line, uh, Braden Shen, Ryan O'Reilly, David Perron. That line's going to be amazing. They were amazing in round one. Uh, I'm expecting to see more out of them in round two. Um, second line, we know him, we love him. Pavel Buchnevich, Robert Thomas, Vladimir Tarasenko. Now that line... That's interesting because that line was uh, dubbed by Tommy and I as the best line in hockey for a stretch there towards the end of the season. And I don't think that that was exaggeration. They were playing out of their mind. Um, and we didn't see that a whole lot in round two or round one. Sorry, Tarasenko had a, had a spectacular, spectacular series against the Minnesota Wild, scored himself a bunch of goals. Um, but, you know, I think Robert Thomas wasn't as good as maybe we expected in that first round. He was still really good, um, but he wasn't quite that transcendent playmaker that he was um, in round one. I expect to see a little bit more points out of him. But that being said, though, I expect a rebound against the Colorado Avalanche. The Colorado Avalanche play a little bit more north-south than the Minnesota Wild. They play a little bit more with speed and skill. There's going to be more open space for Robert Thomas to make his passes, make his plays. Um, So I'm expecting a, a bit of a rebound from that line. In this series, I expect them to sort of return to form of being, you know, one of the top lines in the NHL. Uh, and then that third line of Brendan Saad, Ivan Barbashev, Jordan Cairo is a line that I think could really push the needle for the St. Louis Blues. You know, you look at the Colorado Avalanche, they have their incredible scoring depth, they have their incredible top pairing, but I think the first time that you can really give an edge to the Blues is that third line. Um, I'm going to actually pull up uh, the Colorado Avalanche's lines right now, just so I can um, compare, but... I mean, having a guy like Jordan Cairo on your third line, not to mention Brandon Saad and, you know, Ivan Barbashev as well. Jordan Cairo is a guy that has played on the first line, uh, you know, at points in this season and could very easily be playing on the first line in this series and on a lot of NHL teams. Jordan Cairo is a great player. Didn't have quite the second half uh, in comparison to his first half, but that's, you know, that, that that's not to say that he was bad by any stretch of the imagination. He's still been a very dynamic player. Um, the points haven't been coming quite as frequently um, as of late for Jordan Cairo, but having a guy like him that can just sort of make things happen on his own um, is is spectacular. So looking at the Colorado Avalanche lines, the first first line of Valerie Nishushkin, Nathan McKinnon, Mika Rantanen, that line is terrifying. One of the best lines in the NHL. Um, I expect the O'Reilly line to match up pretty well against that line. Um, shut McKinnon down, that sort of thing. Uh, second line, Nazem Kadri, Gabriel Landeskog, Arturi Lekkinen, sort of sort of on par with Buchnevich, Thomas Tarasenko. But then you look at that third line, Andre Burakovsky, JT Comfer, uh, Nicholas Abe-Kubel. Um, that's a good line, but in terms of skill and in offensive capabilities, I would give the advantage to the Blues' third line there. I would say Brandon Saad, Ivan Barbashev, and Jordan Cairo is the better line out of those two. Now, maybe that co- sort of brings it to even um, in terms of the, the Avs' first line just being far and away 
you know, the best line in this series. Um, you know, anytime you've got Nathan McKinnon and Miko Rantanen on a line, it's going to be hard to beat. Um, I think defensively, though, like I said, the Blues are going to do a, as good of a job as they can shutting down that line. Um, and then the second line, like I said, is probably close to even. Um, if we can see Buchnevich, Thomas, and Tarasenko sort of take that step that they had at the end of the regular season and, you know, play like a first line, then you could almost give the Blues the advantage there as well. But then that third line is where I really think the Blues have um, an edge on the Colorado Avalanche. Obviously, with uh, them running only 11 forwards, the lines might not be consistent throughout the whole night. There's going to be some players jumping up and down. But still, matching up um, that jordan Cairo line, again, I don't know how the matchups are going to work. Maybe it isn't going to be third line versus third line. But still... Having that third line in comparison to Colorado's third line, I think is where the Blues start to have a little bit of an edge, um, at least in terms of individual matchups. Again, I, I, it's hard to, to it's hard for me to say that the Blues have better forward depth than the Avs because you know they have Nathan McKinnon, and Miko Rantanen. Um, but in terms of pure depth, in terms of going down the roster and, and seeing you know nine guys that are capable of scoring twenty goals, um, the Avalanche don't have that. They don't have that much depth their top end talent is is a little bit stronger but when you're looking at the depth advantage blues and that is something that i think could really push the needle in the blues favor and if the blues do a good job of shutting down that ryan or shutting down that nathan mckinnon line with ryan o'reilly which first of all i saw a lot of people talking about mvps of round one and i saw ryan o'reilly's name mentioned absolutely zero times which is a travesty um, he didn't have the point numbers that some of those guys had, obviously. And I'm not saying he should have been the first round MVP because uh, Connor McDavid had like 14 points in seven games or something ridiculous like that. But Ryan O'Reilly played a spectacular 200 foot game in round one. And you can say, oh, well, you know, Kirill Kaprasov still had seven goals, whatever. Yeah, but no one on the no one else on the Minnesota Wild had more than like two. And a big part of that is Ryan O'Reilly made life really, really difficult for every single Minnesota Wild forward. Um, I might have called them the avalanche there a second ago. Brains all, wires are all crossed. Um, anyways, um, Ryan O'Reilly made life really, really hard for Minnesota Wild uh, players on offense, including Kirill Kaprasov. You know, he obviously he got his, but a lot of his goals were on the power play. 5v5, it was very tough um, for the Minnesota Wild to generate offense when Ryan O'Reilly was on the ice. Plus, not to mention, he had plenty of points as well, plenty of goals, plenty of assists. Um, I'm expecting big things out of him this series. Um and then looking at the defense is the other thing I wanted to talk about. Nick Letty, Colton Pareko, Cal Rosen, Justin Falk, Nico Mikola, Robert Bortuzzo, and Scott Perunovic now would look a little bit better with Scandella in the lineup. Not sure when that's going to happen. I know him and Tori Krug are both like, oh, maybe they'll play this series, but I'm not I'm not counting on it. Um, the op- optimism wasn't that high. Uh, and then you're looking at Colorado, and this is where I, this is where I think Colorado has a little bit of an edge. Devin Taves, Kale McCarr, Samuel Girard, Josh Manson, Bowen, By- Bowen Byram, Eric Johnson. I think those are three solid defensive pairings. Um, they don't really have any weak links like the Blues might have on their defense. I think Kale Rosen um, is definitely going to be someone that the Blues are going to have to sh- sort of shelter. You know, you're not going to see a whole lot of Kale Rosen minutes against Nathan McKinnon and stuff like that. Um, but that being said, you know. If Colton Pareko can return to form and play like the Colton Pareko we saw in the cup run, anything can happen. Scott Perunovic, again, a guy that looked spectacular um, out there on the power play, could be could be a difference maker. Uh, and that sort of transitions well into the next point I wanted to make before we head into this third segment is I think special teams might be the, the difference maker here in this series. Uh, Colorado was middle of the road in terms of penalty kill in the regular season. 
And obviously the Blues have a spectacular power play. Um, the other the other hand, though, uh, Colorado was, I believe, 43% on the power play in round one. Um, doesn't matter how good your penalty kill is when you've got a team that's <laughs> producing goals 43% of the time on the power play in the playoffs. You gotta be you gotta be aware of that. So I mean, in tonight's game, it very well could come down to who stays out of the box more. You know, it, it could come down to the final score is four to two, and four of those six goals were scored on the power play, something like that. Um, so that being said, you know, not only does that fall on the penalty kill and a discipline, but it also falls on Jordan Vinningson uh, and Darcy Kemper as well. When you get these inevitable short uh, power play opportunities or shorthanded opportunities. You know, you're going to need your goalie to step up and make some saves. You know, five on four, you're going to you're gonna give up some good scoring chances. That's just how the power play works. And with teams that are as good as the Avalanche and Blues on the power play, it's going to come down to special teams. And it's going to come down to who can sh- either keep themselves out of the penalty box or keep the other team off the scoreboard when they do go to the penalty box. Uh, and I expect that tonight. I expect to see a back and forth game. I expect to see some penalties. Um the Blues struggle with their discipline a little bit in round one, and unfortunately, I would maybe expect them to take a few more penalties than the Abs do tonight. That's just sort of their style of play. But that being said, the Abs are going to take penalties. It's it's a hockey game; it happens. Um, the Blues need to capitalize on those opportunities from both ends. They need to kill off penalties. If they can kill off, you know, Colorado Avalanche power plays, that gives you momentum. That gives you confidence to know that we can beat this team. You know, we can beat a team that if we don't let a team that has forty three percent success on the power play score on the power play. That's a good sign. That's a confidence builder. On the flip side, if the Blues can score on their power plays, all of a sudden, you know, maybe maybe Colorado's got a ton of momentum. Maybe Colorado's up 1-0. You get a power play, you score on it, boom, momentum's back in your favor. I think the power plays, special teams are going to be the crucial time when it comes to grabbing momentum and for teams um, taking advantage of opportunities because I think the opportunities are going to be few and far between for both sides. Um, and... Again, special teams could be a huge, huge factor in determining, you know, who gets that extra goal here and there. It's going to be exciting. Um, It's going to be stressful, that's for sure. Um, That being said, though, in this third segment, I'm going to be talking about some more individual matchups and giving my pick and also presenting Tommy's pick for Lockdown Player of the Game. So if you're like me and you think the St. Louis Blues uh, might be uh, upsetting the Colorado Avalanche in this series, obviously big underdogs. I think they're 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 plus three hundred to win the series or something like that, which is crazy. You can make yourself some good money if you bet on the Blues or if you bet on anything when you go to Bet Online. Because our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, fights, and even next season's NFL futures. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Edge the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet online where the game starts, and I'll be right back to wrap up today's episode. Alrighty. So, puck drop is currently about six hours away. When you guys are seeing this, it might be a little bit more like five, four, whatever. Um, huge game one. Huge game one. Uh, pressure's on the St. Louis Blues to come in and prove why they belong in this series, uh, especially you know coming into Colorado, a team that's been so so good. Um, all eyes are gonna be on St. Louis to see you know can they hang, can they can they push this series to six games, seven games, or are they gonna get blown out of the water tonight like Nashville did in round one? I don't expect that. I expect it to be a very competitive game. 
Obviously, I think the edge is is to Colorado. They're at home. They're the better team on paper. But anything can happen in the game of hockey. So that being said, I'm going to give my pick for locked up player of the game. First, I'm going to give Tommy's though. So let's see here. Let's see what Tommy said. Let's see his justification. So I texted Tommy. Um, all right. So Tommy goes. <clears throat> he said he's going to go with a safe route today and pick David Perron. And his justification is he didn't get to play in the series last year. So he's coming out with a vengeance in this one. And I think that is a really good pick for that exact reason. Um, like he said, David Perron didn't get to play in the Colorado series last year. He has been maybe the Blues' best player so far um, in the playoffs. I think he's their leading goal scorer and their leading point getter uh, early on here. So I think that's a really good choice. I think Perron is going to come out with a vengeance, like he said. He's consistent. He's reliable. Um, and he knows how to score goals, especially when it comes to the playoffs. I think that's a really good pick. My pick, I'm going to pick someone also on his line. Um, and that is Ryan O'Reilly. Uh, the funny thing is, if if we pick O'Reilly uh, and Perron, I almost said O'Perron. O'Reilly and Perron, um, chances are they might be, if either one of them gets a goal, the other one's going to have an assist on it. So it's a bit of a cop-out for me, admittedly, to pick Ryan O'Reilly. But the reason I'm picking Ryan O'Reilly isn't for his offense. It's actually for his defense. Because the number one key for the St. Louis Blues winning this series is shutting down that Nathan McKinnon line. If they can force the Avalanche to beat them with players other than Nathan McKinnon, and that's not to say Nathan McKinnon's going to get shut out. He's going to get his. He's going to get some goals. He's going to get some assists. That line is going to get theirs. But if the St. Louis Blues force the Avalanche to beat them with their depth, the series is a lot more even, I think. Um, And who do you rely on to shut down one of the best forward lines in the NHL, one of the best forward lines in round one of the playoffs? You rely on one of the best defensive forwards in the NHL. Um, Selkie Trophy winner a few years back. Conn Smythe winner. Wayne Gretzky record tire scoring five goals in five straight, or a goal in five straight Stanley Cup final games. Ryan O'Reilly, the playoff wizard himself, He's going to have to have a big series if the St. Louis Blues are going to come out on top of this one on both ends of the ice. He's been producing offensively more so than he had in the regular season, and he's been playing lights out defense. He frustrated the heck out of the Minnesota Wild, and if he can do the same against the Colorado Avalanche, the Blues have a lot better chance in this series than people think. So for that reason, I am picking Ryan O'Reilly as my locked-on player of the game. I'm so excited for tonight's game. Um, it's going to be a it's going to be a nightmare. I'm a Huge Celtics fan as well. So they play at 8.30. The Blues play at 9.30. It is going to be chaos, but I'm so excited. I love playoffs. I love playoff hockey. Um, it's going to be such a fun game tonight. I'm really looking forward to it. I hope you guys are too. Uh, that being said, that is all the time I have for you all today. So make sure you hit that follow or subscribe button on whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Like I said, hit that notification bell. That way, whenever we upload a new episode, you guys will be the first to know. Um... Follow us on all of our socials on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok at Locked On Blues. You can follow me on Twitter at Josh Hyman NHL. Follow my co-host Tommy on Twitter at TWelcher15. For now, though, thanks so much for listening, and as always, let's go Blues.